0: Welcome into tonight's Cyclone Fanatic Instant Reaction Podcast here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network, presented as always by our friends at Carl Chevrolet. If you're looking to buy a new or pre-owned vehicle, check out our friends at Carl Chevrolet and Ankeny, Carl Chevrolet of Stewart. Check them out online, carlchevrolet.com, carlchevroletstewart.com. Iowa State with a 79 to 76 loss to TCU tonight. A tough game for the Cyclones especially a tough second half not a very enjoyable game to watch I think if you are anyone who loves the game of basketball but I don't know what more you could expect with two of the worst teams in the Big 12 um, we're going to do something a little bit different tonight I've got my buddy Austin Hurst on the line Austin has uh, been on the podcast with me before here Hurst what's up buddy
1: what's up man how are we doing
0: doing uh doing all right man uh disappointing way for for that one to to finish obviously um i mean i think that there's two numbers that that need to be stated specifically uh right off the top i think the first one uh is iowa state had a i'm not sure how big of a lead they had uh when they made a field goal um i'm pulling it up now Uh, Trey Jackson made a layup with nine minutes and 20 seconds left. Iowa state had a five point lead and then the Cyclones did not make a field goal again until there was, man, we got to scroll a long way here until there was 28 seconds left. They went eight minutes and 52 seconds without a field goal, uh, and saw their lead erased by the time they made their next one, they were already down by four, uh, that's a tough stat to start things off with, but I thought that was the best place. Um, Man, this team already has a tough time finding shots sometimes, but even during that stretch, they got some looks and just none of them were falling, dude. That was, I don't even know what else to say, to be completely honest.
1: Yeah, I mean, just not a lot of margin for error Uh, Obviously, the next stat that I'd point to is just way too many, way too many offensive rebounds given up. Clearly, I'm sure you were headed in that direction, Mm -hmm. too. But yeah, just, you know, for a team that already struggles enough on on offense, um, you know, just way too hard to overcome, giving up all those offensive rebounds as well.
0: Well, and that's, what's difficult about it is that TCU had 21 offensive rebounds in the game for 22nd chance points, 22nd chance points. Don't get me wrong. That's a lot. The thing that was so frustrating about it is that the offensive rebounds would, it would be like three of them on one possession. And then they wouldn't even end up making a basket. They'd foul them and you put them on the free throw line. I mean, TCU went nearly eight minutes without a field goal. And yet you still end up with your lead being erased because you can't get a rebound and then you foul off of those shots. And, and that's where I state defensively when their defense can get back and get set. I'm not going to sit here and say that it's good, but it ain't near as bad as what it is when they get into those scramble situations, because I mean, it's, it's tough when they get into those kinds of scenarios. And tonight, I mean, they were just put into them over and over and over again. And, and I don't know what the answer is on the rebounding, man. I mean, this is obviously not a new issue. The interior defense has been tough for, for a lot of the season. And I thought that this game was the one that it like finally just everything came home to roost. I mean, they couldn't do anything right down low uh, in this game on, on that end. And um, I mean, it, at this point, like it it just has to come down to people deciding to go and rebound. Right. Like, I don't know what more it can possibly be. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to question people's effort, but man, the rebounding effort is tough right now.
1: Yeah, and I think obviously there's a clear deficiency for for Iowa State's big men to be able to rebound the basketball uh clearly. So, I mean, I'm I'm not a genius when it comes to basketball. I mean, I think the the place to start would be just trying to, you know, just you, you run a tough line uh with this team just because of, you know, their their inability to score in the half court at times like you saw tonight. Um, compounded with uh, the ability to not defensive rebound, you know, you almost get to a point where you have to pick what's more important. Uh, because I think the the best fix for the the rebounding issue would be just committing guys to you know the defensive glass at all costs. But at the same time, then you. Re- limit your transition game, which is where Iowa state does score a lot of points for a team that really has kind of struggled on the offensive end this year. So, I mean, it's, it's tough. Um, I will say that. um, I think anybody who's watched all the games can clearly tell that as frustrating as tonight was. And some of the games have been um, there, there's clearly been improvement. Um, And I think at this point, that's, that's really all that we can ask for just with how, Difficult of a season it's been, you know, a lot of new guys, a lot of new faces, but um, you know, just kind of starting to at least find a little bit of footing, and, and hopefully this is something that they can just continue to build off of. But we would be we would be both lying if we said that both of these were not big glaring issues.
0: Man, look at you being Mister Positivity. I'm in, I'm impressed.
1: Um, I, yeah, I'm trying. You know, I I think the biggest thing too is just you know, you want it so bad for these players because even right. with with tonight, you know, as frustrating as it's been, there there's no quit in these guys, and that's just something that all of us, I, I think, at the end of the day, can can respect. You know, they're they're putting on the uniform and coming out and playing hard, and you know, maybe maybe it's you know whether it's a talent issue or whatever it may be, um, the effort I, I've really never questioned this year. Um, especially as they've started to get back to full strength after COVID. um, I kind of throw those games out where they had a bunch of guys out. But, yeah, you know, just trying to look at the glass half full for us, huh?
0: Yeah, I, and I agree with you, man. I mean, uh, I think when when you just look at the box score, when it comes to the rebounding, I mean – this is probably the first time I don't know if it's the first time all season, but it's the first time in quite a while, man, that you sit here and you wonder if Steve Prohm played George Condon enough. You know, he had a, he tied for the team high in boards with six uh, in 20 minutes. Uh, Rashear Bolton had six as well. And then, you know, George went two of three from the field. And I I felt like this was one of the first times that, that George had, didn't ever have that tough stretch that he's maybe had earlier in the year. But if, and, and I've talked about this previously and it was brought up on a, on a press conference earlier this week with Steve Prohm. I mean, if you want to point at the rebounding, there's one clear number that jumps out and it's that Solomon Young had only two rebounds in this game. And I, you're just not going to win very often in the big 12 when your starting center has only two rebounds. And, you know, I don't mean to, I don't want to, make it be like a solo bash fest because solo obviously does a lot for Iowa state. When you think about what he does in the half court, like that more often than not, that is Iowa state's half court offense is giving the ball to Solomon young on the block. And, but man, the rebounding, like they have to figure out a way to get him to be able to rebound the ball better. And I, I don't know what that takes, but again, like, it's just a thing. I, I almost wonder if it's just like some guys just have to decide like, man, we're not going to give up these rebounds anymore because right now it's almost a liability, you know? And, and that's where, when you, when you think about the transition, well you can't get in transition if you can't get a rebound. And so that's where I don't know where the cost benefit of that is, if that makes sense. Just like speaking, I'm just like thinking out loud now, but uh, that's that's the one that, like, when I look at it and, like, I look up and down the box score, like, I can't fault. I'm not going to fault what George Condit did tonight. I thought George Condit might have played his best game of the year. You definitely can't fault Rasheer Bolton. Rasheer Bolton had 26 points uh, in this game. It sure as hell wasn't his. You know, you can't point fingers at him. Um, and then Jaden Walker had five off, had five boards and Trey Jackson had five boards. So it's, like, it, it's just tough, dude, because I, I think that that, as much as anything, might have been the difference in the game. You know, it, their half court offense is just so anemic that when you just can't get out and transition and you can't get out and transition without getting a board, I don't know what the answer is.
1: Yeah. And going back to Solomon Young, I think uh, that's obviously the, the biggest concern is, you know, his lack of ability to rebound and. To be quite honest, it, it's been a problem most of his career. Um, he's just never been a, a high-volume rebounder, um, he, you know, just on some of those other teams that he was on. I think it was, it was kind of masked by other guys uh, picking up that slack. And like you said, now, uh, you know, there's just that, – that slack's not really being picked up. Uh, going back to George Conant, I, I 100% agree with you. I think tonight was by far his best game of the season. Um, The biggest thing I think I saw from him was he competed. Um, You know, there was a lot of just extra effort, hustle plays that uh, we kind of got acquainted to, you know, as freshman and and sophomore year. And kind of just halfway through last year, you know, it's just like something, you know, that fire was gone out of him. You know, I'm not sure what happened, but, um, you know, I think tonight was really the first time where we kind of started to see that again. And like you said, uh, 4.6 rebounds, um, four offensive rebounds, you know, he was just very active. Um, so, you know, whether he's the guy that emerges or it, it's just a collective effort, um, there's definitely, there, there needs to be improvement in on the glass if this team is going to win any games because I mean, you, you got Kansas coming up on, on Thursday and Saturday and You know, they they always are an excellent, tough rebounding team. And if you don't get it adjusted quick, um, you know, you're you're really going to struggle because the the games don't stop and and everybody in this conference is is able to rebound the ball. And that's, you know, clearly one of Iowa State's biggest issues right now is is that. And it's something that that definitely needs to be corrected. And to be quite honest, I, I don't know the exact answer on how to correct it.
0: Yeah, I mean I'm looking at the at Ken Palm right now. Kansas will come into the game fifty-eighth in the country in offensive rebound percentage. They average thirty-two point two. They average rebounding thirty-two point two percent of their misses. Iowa State currently sits, and I'm guessing that this number is going to get worse um after tonight. But going into tonight, they were three hundred and fortieth in the nation in opponent offensive rebound percentage. Thirty-five. So not overly encouraging when you think about that game coming up against Kansas on Saturday or on Thursday and Saturday. I mean, if I, if I'm Steve prome, that's like the thing that for the next two days in practice, the only thing we're doing is rebounding. I mean, I, like, I, I, that it has to change if this team is going to have an opportunity to, I mean, against Kansas, I don't know that you're even competitive. If you give up 20 offensive rebounds, like, I think the only reason that they were able to be in the game tonight is because TCU frankly just isn't very good. And when you don't have no Mike question. Miles that that you know impacts that too and Kansas is nowhere near what Kansas is usually but um they're still considerably better I think than uh than TCU. Um no question. Man, and it just this is disappointing because it felt like it's felt like this team, and I mean, still even coming out of tonight, like they're still so close to getting over the hump and getting a win, you know, and and I agree with what you said earlier. You just want to see these guys have some success, man. Like I know that how hard they work and how much they care. You can clearly see that when you watch, watch them play the game. But the schedule stretch that they've got coming up where you got two against Kansas, you got to go on the road to Oklahoma State, um, you go – you get Texas at home, you get Oklahoma at home, you go on the road to Baylor who might be playing as well as anybody in the country. And then you get TCU again. Like I look at all these games. I mean, I think I could conceivably see a path to victory for Iowa state. I wouldn't pick it. I think that now after the way that this game went tonight, I I would say you should win that game in the last regular season game against TCU but who knows if, I mean, if you don't win a game by then, who knows what the mentality is like. So like, that's what's so frustrating in my mind about this one is this, this felt like a game Iowa state should have won. I don't know that West Virginia was a game they should have won. I don't know that Oklahoma game was a one that they should have won. Probably wasn't. I didn't have that quite that same feeling, but this one I'm kind of annoyed because I felt like Iowa state was probably the better team in that game. Um, When you just look at talent, especially if TCU didn't have Mike miles.
1: Yeah, yeah, and just I think going back to, you know, Iowa State, just the, obviously the biggest reason the, – the biggest two reasons we already touched on why they didn't win the game tonight is is rebounding and, um, you know, that, that scoreless stretch in the second half where uh, I believe they went – was it eight or nine minutes roughly yeah. without a field goal? Yeah, um, nearly nine and minutes. That's I think just, it
0: was 8.52. Eight
1: and that's just absolutely – detrimental to a team like Iowa state who does not get to the free throw line very often. Um, you know, you just cannot win games like that. And going back to the rebounding aspect, um, Iowa state is is definitely going to have to figure it out fast because, uh, coming into the night on Ken Palm TCU was 157th in offensive rebounding percentage. And, uh, they just put up 21 offensive rebounds tonight. So, uh, with Kansas, coming up uh, for the Cyclones in the next two games and then Oklahoma state and then Texas following that all those teams are in the top 60 in offensive rebounding percentage in the country. So uh, definitely an issue that, that Iowa state's going to have to address and get cleaned up quickly. Um, but yeah, just, you know, at, at the end of the day, just really want it for these guys. You know, there's, there's no question in the heart that those guys are putting out there Um you know, Rasir R- Bolton is truly one of the best players in the big 12 uh, just happens to be on a team that's struggling this year, but you'd be hard pressed to to find anybody who would be putting up the numbers that he's putting up this year, um, you know, in a, in a major conference. So um, there's definitely pieces to build on things to, to be excited about, but just the biggest question is, is how it's going to all come together. And at the end of the day, you know, that's on, that's on Steve Chrome and, um, and on the players to figure that out. and, and uh, right the shift to end the
0: season for sure, man. Yeah. I don't know that there's much more to add at this point, uh, at least, you know, until we can digest a little bit and think about it a little bit more, but disappointing, dude. I, like I said, I thought that this was, I came into the game thinking that this one was one that Iowa state could win. Um, I thought with 10 minutes left in the second half, that I thought that this was a game that Iowa state could win. And, um, frustrating now to, to not come away with it because I think that they were right there, but all right, buddy, thanks for, uh, thanks for coming on and let me, you know, ramble to you a little bit and, uh, and we'll talk to you again down the road.
1: Hey, thanks for having me on, man. Appreciate it.
0: Thanks everybody for tuning in to the Carl Chevrolet instant reaction podcast. We'll have plenty more for you guys here on uh, CycloneFanatic here in the, over the next several days, uh, signing off for Austin Hurst. I'm Jared Stansberry. Peace.